You are now entering Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast sites like iTunes by searching Nowhere, California. A reminder, Nowhere, California podcast is our old feed, so please subscribe to Nowhere, California, our new feed. Also, you can get your Nowhere, California fix online by going to our official website, NowhereCalifornia.com and emailing us at nowhere underscore california at yahoo.com ideas from everywhere voices from nowhere since 2011 it's christmas <laughs> welcome to nowhere california presents why not this time we're covering toys and as always and which josh does much more eloquently this is our disclaimer if you have not seen the movie that we're about to cover which is toys get your dumb asses out there and watch it before we cover all of this and we spoil it for you. I don't want to see any emails or hear anybody bitching and complaining about, you spoiled the movie for me. Came out in the 90s. Blow me. Go watch it. Come back. Listen to what we have to say. This has been a PSA from Miller, California. So, Nick, how was the disclaimer? Oh, it's great. Well, well, I, I think I handled it with a, a lot of grace. Awesome. This is Nick. This is Phil. And this is Josh. And this is, as our disclaimer very politely and eloquently, um, yes, eloquently explained, mm-hmm. uh, this is our coverage of toys. In our continued... Uh, yes, our Robin Williams series. Our Robin Williams series, which we're getting close to the end. Uh, we are, but it's not like we're getting to the end of our love of Robin yeah, Williams. Yeah, that will never end. This has been probably more a, stuff we can cover in the right. sequel. Well, well, it's like I said before, there was a contemplation of an actual podcast dedicated directly to Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think what we've done here with our Why Nots is basically just to take a year-long eulogy and our tribute and, yeah. and uh, our, you know, our own way of mourning the loss of Robin Williams, but, but at the same time celebrating his life. And also oh, shining absolutely. a light on some of the movies that some people may have let fly under the radar. Yeah, we, we know of, you know, tons of the mainstream stuff, but, you know, we've covered quite a few of yeah. his his obscure films. I think the, the real shock to me is that we are getting to that point where it's going to get back to the normal mm-hmm. why nots. Yeah, I'm just, I'm looking forward to bringing this to a close because it's almost like letting go of some of that hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I still see stuff with him, and I'll, I'll see documentaries and different things, and it still just hits me like a it does. fucking oh, yeah. missile. Um, and this has been really good therapy. Yes, it has. Been. It to, has. to discuss, you know, his talent and the highs of his career and the lows of his career and some of the surprises. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, some of the uh, some of the surprises <laughs> of his career. What like, they all seem to have in common yeah, is that like he Mos- gets waxed a lot. Right. So, yeah. Like uh, Moscow on the on the Hudson. Yeah. One of one of my favorites. I didn't. I hadn't seen it. You know. And, this, and it's became one of my favorites. Yes, this has been one of my uh, mm-hmm. uh, ways of dealing. You know, with his passing mm-hmm. and, and is coming into new. Uh, not new, but I mean work that he's done that I hadn't seen before. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. With this episode, we're jumping into toys. This is more of one that we, de- us here, have watched multiple, multiple mm-hmm. times because it's a staple of his. It is. I saw this one in the theater when it came yep. out, yeah. um, just because of the again the stylized, you know, uh, view of everything, the way it was so colorful and yeah. you know the the sets and the scenery, music and yeah, everything. It just everything seemed to seem to fall into place. However. Uh, as we'll learn here right now, the box office. Yeah, the box told office. Told a different story. Yeah, and, and <clears> that <throat> shows one main reason why this is our 
Christmas, why not? Right. And two, why do we want to give it a little bit more of a spotlight? Because it deserves it. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Let's see if we can push up these numbers a little bit. Let me yeah. give them to you here. Uh, the movie was filmed with a 40, uh, yes, $43.3 million budget. And it shows. Yes, the it does sets, show. The, um, yeah, we everything. Know, we know Very that Fox, Fox gave up every sound studio to film this, yeah. uh, uh, this movie. I'm Robin Williams, here on the world's largest soundstage at 20th Century Fox. That's right. This entire wheat field is in one building. I'm here tonight to talk to you about an incredible movie, Toys. However, sadly, the box office, uh, there was only a $23.3 million take. Yeah. They were literally $20 million off the mark from making their money back, yeah. let alone making more money. Um, but also, too, as we discussed, it may have... Finally made its money back in the home video market and DVD world, and just Possibly. kind of it's the second line. There's there's we no record hope. on here. Yeah, we hope. Yeah, we don't we don't have the numbers for that, and uh, you know maybe if we uh, had more time to dig in deeper on something like that, we could find something. But as but it, it stands, sadly, twenty million dollars is a huge it, kick to the nuts. Yes. If anybody's listening to this right now, that could give us the full rundown. Feel free to hit us up nowhere yeah. at California.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like our intro said, I'm very friendly about all this, so please feel free to email us yeah. anything that you like. Very friendly. You were, you were almost uh, sugary sweet, saint like. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. But um, with that said, let's go into the cast and crew portion okay. of the. Okay. Uh, okay. Directed by Barry Levinson. Toys. It's a Barry Levinson movie. Man who made Rain Man. Yeah. Raymond, you like toys? Yeah. Uh, Icon of directors. Yes. Like Barry Levinson. He's not like one of those big mainstream hit guys but you you know it's a Barry Levinson film when you see him huh? yeah and he does mostly comedies mm-hmm. and he's a talented writer and director yeah, yeah. damn talented yeah, yeah I agree yep and uh, in the cast we've got Robin Williams as I'm Leslie Zebo. I know <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait 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 this is a this is another Robin Williams film? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? We didn't tell you. Oh, we didn't tell you? Fuck. Yeah. It's not the Richard Pryor movie where it's mainstream slavery. <laughs> That's the toy, not toy. It's a fucking great movie. It, it is a good movie. movie. It is a good movie. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're talking the plural Jackie of toys. Jackie is so good in that movie. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue on. Sorry. Yeah, we're not talking mainstream slavery. Pow, right. right in the kisser. I love it. Uh, uh, Michael Gambon is Lieutenant General uh, Leland, Leland Zebo. Yes. I'm noodling with the idea of putting in some war toys. You've never made war toys at Zebo. Joan Cusack as uh, Alsta. Uh, how do you say that again? Estelle? Uh, Al- Alastasia? No, Alsatia. Alsatia Zebo. Love her. Yep. Robin just, oh. got my crush on her from that movie. She's there you my go. absolute favorite of it. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel? Woozy. And that's what we'll call it the woozy helmet. This is a little uncomfortable, though. Well, that's supposed to go in your ear. Oh. Robin Wright, Gwyn Tyler. Awesome. You're getting a tune on. Hope that's dark and safe. LL Cool J is Captain Patrick Zevo. Wasn't horrible. No. Yeah. Wasn't no. as horrible as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, no. well, uh, you surround him with those type of people, too. And he shows his talent with it. The food keeps touching. I like military plates. I'm a military man. I want a military meal. Uh, LL Cool J does a really good job. Yes. Yeah. And Nick had uh, stated this before that we actually have uh, somebody's uh, debut role. Yes, Jamie Foxx. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He plays Baker. Yeah, who is uh, uh, under Le- under uh, Leland. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Let's, Leland. Yeah. Yeah, he's under yeah. Leland uh, General. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's one of his, uh, you know, people, um, part of his army. Yep. Uh, as it were. But yeah, this is his acting debut. Yep. And you know, we got Donald O'Connor as Kenneth Zevo. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Arthur Mallet as Owen Owens. And if I remember correctly, uh, Arthur Mallet was in Hook, wasn't he? Uh, yes, he was. Yes. He uh, was uh, Toodles. Yes. Toodles, yes. Yes. Yep. Trying to find his marbles. Yep. yep, exactly. I've lost my marbles. Great. Uh, Jack Warden is old General Zevo. And Debbie Mazur. Where do I know that from? Is that She's the chick from stuff. L.A. Law? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. L.A. Law. Yeah. Well, Debbie, Debbie Mazur's in a lot of... She's uh, a character actress. And yeah, she plays Nurse Debbie. Yeah. I think she is a... Uh, she's usually, because of... You know, because of her accent, she's usually, and this is a terrible fucking accent, by the way. Oh, yeah. She's usually typecast as a, a, as a strong Italian mm-hmm. goomba, oh, yeah. you know, mobster. You I think know, I saw her in Beethoven's second. Lead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, you know, she's done Friends. Yeah. Uh, she has a great run in Friends when, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, when Ross and, and Rachel are having their baby. Her husband's in there, and he turns and looks at Rachel, and she goes, "Oh, you're looking at her, you sick son of a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> you're looking at her, and he's like, "I wasn't looking at her." And then you see him looking at her later, and she, you know, and so he's like, "Hey, what are you doing? You know, why don't you why don't you mind your own business?" And so then she turns and yells at Ross, well, "Why don't you stop yelling at my husband, you dirty bastard?" You know, so <laughs> it's because she's yeah. from Queens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Debbie that Queens accent. Been in uh, Goodfellas, Collateral, The yes. Insider, Batman uh, Forever, Entourage, Entourage. Oh my god! Uh, just a lot of stuff. Like we said, she is a character she actress. is a well-rounded yes, character actress. Yes, she's a very, very talented uh, character and, actress, which makes it doesn't surprise me one bit. She's in a film like this. Yeah. Oh yeah, and from from there, there's just countless more. Yeah, we get like Blake Clark's in there. Yeah. Now this was my first experience with Michael Gambon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that's why I was like when I saw him in Harry Potter, I'm all, what do I fucking know this guy? Uh, you knew him from toys. Yeah, yeah. I was all, oh yeah, toys. Dun, 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 yeah. toys. yeah, and a. Uh, Guess to just jump right into the world of toys, it's yeah. basically we get uh, Leslie Zevo is the son of Kenneth Zevo, right. right? And Kenneth Zevo is on his deathbed. Yes, and he's bringing in his brother Leland to take over the toy factory. I don't understand why Daddy let Uncle Leland take over Zevo Toys. Right, yep. which is a huge surprise to everybody. Yeah, because Leland has spent his uh, uh, sorry. Leslie has Leslie. spent his entire life fucking too many else. Yeah. Uh, Leslie has spent his entire life in his father's toy factory. But then it also too, it's he's kind of a man child. Yes, it. he is kind of a man. Not in the vein of Billy Madison or anything like that, but it's still the fact of he's not ready to run. Yeah, he's it. not ready to run it. Yeah. Uh, as we will find out later, that's why Gwen was brought in. Yes, mm-hmm. um, because I wish my parents was, were like that. He was hoping. Kenneth was hoping that uh, Leslie would meet her and fall in love or become attracted to her and she would help him become a man. And bum buglies. Yes. <laughs> wow. Hey, to I put it blunt, bluntly. Uh, I'm telling oh, you right sorry, now, Coitus. Coitus, right. Uh, Robin Wright? Yeah. yeah, Robin Wright. Uh, yeah. Or was she Robin Wright pin at this point, I think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robin Wright. N- nothing ugly on that body. Oh, hell no. There wasn't anything ugly on that body. You can bump whatever you want. I don't think it's yeah. too ugly. I found my thrill. I, I think Robin would be like, no, Robin Williams would be like, no, there's a lot ugly here. Yeah, I need a manscape before we... Yeah. <laughs> I'm hairless again before we... Uh, We've been there, done that. Yep. Can somebody bring the weed whacker, please? Yeah. <laughs> but we, we're brought into this world where it's about Christmas time and everything, uh-huh. and they're in this toy factory, this really highly stylized toy factory, where right. it's just it's in its own world, because you get the wheat fields and everything building up to just this little spot. Of heaven, almost. Oh, yeah. We have a tradition of whimsy here at Zebo Toys. Very Willy Wonka-esque. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Emporium, you know, you just, you name it. It's... Now, the the struggle is presented in not only Leslie trying to become the person that he needs to be to run his father's toy company, but 
the struggle is in Leland, General Leland, who's trying to, um, you know. Well, he at first he doesn't even care about the. No, he battery. doesn't. He's not just one like bit. I, I'm. He's a like, general. Why? Why am I here? Yeah. And there's, but it, as his brother put, the war's over, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, but it, it's because of the pressure of, of their father, of Kenneth and Leland's father, that they, uh, you know, that that Leland is trying to become a four-star general. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, in the plight of all this, once he, you know, the the. Toy company is reluctantly taken over. Yeah, after uh, uh, Kenneth's passing. Yes, with the uh, propeller beanie uh, pacemaker. Yes, <laughs> a very good sight uh, gag on that one. Yeah. Then we get Ella Cool J, yeah. who actually presents the idea to him. Why don't we make toys that are geared for war? Yeah, and uh, because there's video games and all this different stuff. Yes, sets off a psychosis within Leland. Oh uh, my yeah. God! To go after the Indian, he says, "Well, Leslie, I'm going to take over a small portion, a little of small the portion, factory. and it ends up becoming more and more and more until there is a war for him to fight uh-huh. yeah. against his uncle." And kind of in that whole aspect of the factory being taken over, yeah. and like, oh, I'm just going to take a little bit—the rubber vomit room yeah. being attacked by the crossword puzzle. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're trying to figure out everything, and this room's getting smaller and smaller, and they're just trying to figure out what's going on here. Yeah. yeah. I've got to mention the scene where uh, I love with the, that Nick brought up psychosis, and this is a humongous red flag. You know, when um, when the general is playing the video game, oh, yeah. and he discovers that, you know, if you hit the paramedics, you lose points. He goes, why am I doing that? Well, you, that's the whole thing. The game is supposed to encourage, you know, you know, not, not you know, it's like, well, it was friendly fire. They shouldn't even be there. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and the UN convoys and stuff yeah, like that. exactly. And he went, and he, then he goes on playing the game, continues to deliberately destroy the metal the mm-hmm. medical vehicles and i'm just thinking what it's psychopath and yeah. i was a uh, I, I was uh, just entering junior high at this point i'm just thinking this is wrong and just oh kuji's sitting there going yeah this is normal yeah you yeah. know <laughs> and, and there's so many things to it where like you're learning leslie's uh man childness as he's uh they're showing uh, footage of him in stores trying out different things like the big ears. Are we making fun of people with big ears? We're making fun of people with small heads. Hmm. Either way, I think we're going to get letters from the royal family. Like that, or the smoking jacket. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm in the mood for smoked chicken. How about you? Yeah. Yeah, or the sound, the sound clothes mm-hmm. where he's like sitting down and uh, Leland's giving him crap. It's just like, dude, what? <laughs> and it also leads into one of the classic scenes, one of the things that they showed in the trailer was the deviled eggs. The magnets. Mm-hmm. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Pierre Robin right there. Oh. Where... Right. I mean, it's it's very much one of those roles that he can play and be himself. Oh, it's a quick egg, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe they really are deviled eggs. Why vote the Diablo? Save yourself. You're as big a fool as your father ever was. You really think so? Thank you. And be very over the top, Robin Williams. In. <laughs> but my favorite character in this entire thing is Alsatia. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I Cusack, love right? Joan Cusack. You know, she's beautiful and just innocent and charming and she's very nice the humor sister humor. of yeah. Leslie. Yeah. Very it, delightful. Yes. Well, as we said in disclaimer, if you haven't watched it, watch it because we're about to talk about something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you watch the entire movie as she is his sister and mm-hmm. about the same age and everything. Yeah. Maybe a little younger than Robin. And then at the end when the battle is climaxing and everything. And she gets attacked by the sea slug. She gets attacked by a sea slug, and we see the truth where she's a robot. Yes. Because and Robin's de- uh, mom passed away 
too soon in his life where so they couldn't have another child. Yeah, and yeah. his dad wanted to make sure he had somebody there for him. Yeah, and that brings in Alsatia. Right, and that's very sweet, especially considering she still continues to talk with her head yeah. off and stuff like that. And it's like I'm like they're still conveying a really good message here. You know, I'm like yeah, it's, it, a, it's a fun you know uh, little little scene there. It's like you don't know, forget. It's like. Well, never mind that the fact that she's a robot. She's a very sweet robot. Exactly. And you then, know? Well, there's those little things throughout the movie, too, where you're like it kind of hints towards there's something more there. there like something more. her sandwiches, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. very basic sandwiches or either vitamin supplements or something like that, or asking the guy, applesauce sandwiches, why aren't you doing it? It's like, get the bread soggy. I'm not going to do that. It's like, please. Then it continues with that. And then also, mm-hmm. too, like in the scene, uh, Robin Wright and Joan Cusack are sitting in the bathroom and they sing. Yeah, very yeah. sweet and innocent scene where it's just like this is such a cool movie. It is. Right. It is. Uh, you know the, the the humanity lesson learned in a lot of this is uh, you know with Gwen mm-hmm. is that although she is very uh, synthetic. Well, no, Gwen is uh-huh. brought in to make him more of a man. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. But I um, think that her the way she unfolds makes her more of a human yeah you know it makes her more childlike and finds that wonder you know that, that children have you know within the the, the world of toys mm-hmm. so uh, you know there's there's definitely little turns that i like i think the ultimate downfall to this film was just that it was you know i think, so it, broad I think it overreached scope. yeah i think it overreached it in, in its scope well there was another um uh sequence in this movie that we definitely have to talk about talk about yeah talk about um which is going to be more likely the lead-in music for this one is the music video scene oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. found my thrill yeah, yeah. two people that i feel like robin and joe cusack probably at the production meeting were like you're going to be singing they're probably like no why why yeah. and they show them the scene and they're like oh okay that's why yeah but as much as the that whole music video idea is probably out of left field for the people involved because you don't really think robin williams or don Cusack to be the singing type. It, for the storyline where it's the distraction and everything, it is left out of left field, but it's perfect for the movie because it yeah. gives more chance of the stylized world they live in. And, right, and those wonderful field scenes. And the field uh, scenes and the nods to different pieces of art, too. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. especially what they're wearing with the suits. Yeah, there's a lot of Dada, gold. you know, like nod to Dada in there. And, yeah. Uh, some of the other Italian artists. It's actually designed by an Italian artist, the whole sequences I mean the whole uh, uh, set yeah. set design is all done by this one Italian guy and it was nominated for um, art direction I think uh, yeah it, it got nominated for it was an Oscar for an art direction and costumes which they ultimately lost out to uh, some period piece I think no it was shit I can't remember which one it was I, anyway anyhow I know that uh, you know they they were nominated for certain things it was acknowledged I just think within the broad... They spent more on the budget for the art and set design than they did on coming up with a more solid... Uh, marketing. Well, not just marketing, but uh, a more solid uh, um, script. You know, something to solidify yeah. things a little bit better. Yeah, Gave it, you a little more understanding of what was going on. The world you know? that they lived yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's almost... It was too broad a scope to be a movie. It almost should have been maybe a TV series. Maybe, yeah. That yeah. might have worked. Or yeah. split into two films. Or, yeah. You know, well, yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, everything leads into the the, the finale sequence where Leland's uh, psychosis really gets to him, mm-hmm. where he starts uh, oh, yeah. believing the war is there. Yes, creates his own uniforms. And, uh, yeah, shoots himself general, in the foot. 
Yeah. And um, we get more of the toys and everything. And we get uh, Leslie going behind the scenes into restricted areas where we learn of the sea slug situation. Yeah. And that builds into the final showdown and the defection of LL Cool J's character. Mm-hmm. Telling him, like, yeah, there's more. Patrick, to this. I think is his name. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, does that uh, signature uh, uh, camouflage thing that he does yeah, insanely the, well. Yeah, the camouflage throughout the movie with him was really awesome. And they, Yeah, they, that was pretty cool. They did really well with that. And then it just builds up into this final battle where these war toys and Leland battle Leslie. The whole crew and these old school toys. Uh, did you talk about the uh, monologue that Robin Williams delivers oh, yes. to his troops? To the troops. <laughs> the to troops of toys. Talking to the, all these. Uh, I, I think you should probably, if you could find that, the, get the sound sound bites. All these uh, outcast toys, the misfit toys of their world. Right. The Martian, little doll that bounces the ball and everything. It's yeah. like, no, we're going into this and we're going You're going to take your nuts, your bolts, your. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's. Like I said, it's it's very Robin. very Willow Willy Wonka uh, Jesus Christ Willy Wonka esque very yes thank you very no Willy Wonka esque mm-hmm. uh, and yet at the same time very uh, oh Christ what's the other film uh, is it Wonder Emporium I don't know fucking forget me just keep just keep on <laughs> okay okay but we know where you're going with it yes yeah and we get the battle and everything and it leads into the final showdown where Leslie and uh, Leland uh-huh. are taking each other out during the cityscape and they're yes. hanging off the plane and oh, everything. Yeah. yeah. And it finally ends where the sea slug attacks and it attacks. And it attacks Leland. You know, it attacks Alsatia first. Yes, yes, she, yes. She takes the missile and that's where we get the reveal of her being a robot. Right. But then goes after Leland, making him uh, basically a vegetable. Like at the end of the movie, yeah. he's basically in the bed next to his dad with the nurse in between them going. Yay! Yeah, Debbie Mazer. <laughs> I do like that part. He goes, "Look, Al, it's Christmas." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a nice little. It is such <laughs> like we talked about. There's so much innocence and sweetness throughout the movie, even with the battles and everything. Mm-hmm. It, Toys has always been one of my favorite rock movies. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's one of the main reasons why it's such a simplistic, innocent, sweet movie. Well, I, I not I, overdone. I really get a good. Uh, sense of uh, Christmas you know tidings watching that film because I mean it, it was it played during the Christmas yeah. time and yeah. um, you know I mean it's, it's a very very nostalgic trip well kind of you know, uh, like with that. the Christmas side of it even with the trailers with them in the wee field it's like studio executives and their great insights said you got a movie about toys when's a good time to bring it out Rosh Hashanah no Christmas <laughs> wow beats the hell out of Groundhog Day yeah, it's it, it leaves you feeling, um, you know, it's like if the movie like un, uh, under delivered, I don't, uh, you know, think it was necessarily the movie's fault. It it, it is a very fun, yeah. uh, and very visually captivating it, film, right? And and this is this is another one that I think we talked about where Robin Williams said he wished that the studio had got behind this, yeah, lot. yeah, understood what was going on, mm-hmm. yeah, didn't didn't keep their minds closed to it, right. No, we're not visiting the municipal courts. <laughs> I, I had to slow that one down. Yeah, no choice. Mew. Mew. Miss. I said it right. Well, no, you didn't. No, no, you said municipal. Yeah. Municipal. You fuck it up again. You'll hear. It. Yes, municipal. <laughs> we're not going to nightclub. We're doing the damn show. You fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> 
this poor bastard, it's been his week. Oh, of names. Fucking names up. Gigliotti. He's usually spot on the money. Gigliotti. He's not. Gigliotti. Gigliotti. You got that one down. Yeah. I think he's put so much effort into re- to remembering Marilyn Gigliotti's name. I'm forgetting yes. everything else. He's forgetting everything else, man. We do, we do our other podcast where Mark's unknown. Survival series. Oh, and, no. You know, when we... Uh, so, Survivor series. Yes, yeah, so you know, it was... The, if you listen to a few, you know, oh, some wanna... back from our, our, our post then, you'll hear Survival Series. Yeah. <laughs> we just kind Survival of, the Survivor. We just fucking joke and laugh yeah. about the whole thing. <laughs> Poor bastards had a problem with it the whole week. Yeah. So, I just look at him and I go, Thuffering So we will go to the municipal court. Yeah. Yes. yes. And visit Harry and all them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to stop talking like Bull and let Phil take over. <laughs> Basically, it's just fucking trivia time. You understand <laughs> this by now. It's trivia. Okay. Well, yeah. we're just gonna bring you. Uh, we're gonna bring you our bits of trivia. Yes, and I'll stop talking. No, that's no problem. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll. I guess I'll start. Uh, with Robin Williams states that dyeing his hair orange and <laughs> the costume he wore made him feel like the Sixth Doctor in Doctor Who. That's funny. <laughs> and honestly, he would strike me as a Whovian. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Toys was that first movie where it was like, I really enjoyed like his outfits and everything, like his suits and what. Robin has a really good fashion sense. Yeah, I always well, loved so, yeah. that dude's suits. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, even the even the poster with him and the the red suit with the red bullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, very, very very stark and you know very, stand, stood out. You know, very yeah, well. very much so. Yeah, um, there was a couple on here that we have already mentioned though too, like Jamie Foxx's film debut. Oh yeah, and the previous the, and the work that uh, Robin did with author. Arthur Mallette with Hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did, so, did, did we talk about the, the fact that it took Barry Levinson, you know, 10 years to conceive? Well, well we kind of touched oh, on we, it. We, we, I don't know if we touched on it while, while recording. Or no, I think we did because I was talking oh. about the fact that this was a Barry Levinson passion project. Oh, like, right, he's wanted it. to work on it for a while. Right, right, right. right. And it was just that, it was that perfect storm. It was that Jenga move where it was like everything was in that right position. Mm-hmm. Like we had Robin, he had the the technology was where it needed to be and everything. It was like, let's do this. All right. And that's where like we get the Toy Factory being what it is. Anya's soundtrack. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah, and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. it was a passion project of his and I hope minus the, the return and everything for it that... That he enjoyed it. That he enjoyed it, because when you do passion projects, you've got to love what you do, and oh, yeah. I hope he does not have any doubts on this movie, because it yeah. doesn't... I, I wouldn't. It doesn't it does, deserve it. It does doubts. bring some joy, you know? Yeah. Um, in the arcade scene, uh, the intro to Tank Gunner is actually the intro to Absolute Entertainment's Super Battle Tank. One year later, Absolute Entertainment... Uh, one released the video game adaptation of toys. Which, that's... No, no, that, that one's a stinker. Yeah. That's a stinker. Oh, I like the music, though. Yeah. But it kind of still falls under the fact that yeah. there, you can't do a good movie adaptation. No, 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 especially not back then. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just a curse of uh, video games in Hollywood. It, it seems troubled to try to do that, so... Yeah. Uh, all, but uh, kind of jump back to the pack, fact that this was a Barry Levinson, Barry Levinson passion project. Me with the damn last names. Um, <laughs> this toys was originally set to be his directorial debut, so you can only imagine how long this movie has been gestating. Right. Yeah. Which it's good it took him this long because if it would have been his directorial debut, it wouldn't have been as lavish and as poignant as it is. Right. Yeah. Well, let's remember though, mm-hmm. uh, with directorial debuts. Uh, we get stuff like Jaws. Exactly. That's so, very true, So, I mean, too. It's, it is possible if you take that risk. I mean, that's a hell of a selling point as a director, by the way. There's a lot of uh, facts in here about the cars, too. Like, one, that the black SUV that the General Patrick ride in mm-hmm. is a Lamborghini LM002. Uh, 
Oh, here's this one. In the arcade sequence where a child is shown playing one of the military games of a helicopter destroying civilian vehicles, a kill monitor is visible at the bottom of the screen listing the number of cars destroyed by model. Only the Volvo column is still at zero kills, an in-joke referring to the Volvo's legendary safety and indestructibility. Yeah. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's a good one. Here's a really, really interesting one. Uh, yeah. Kind of shows kind of some of the behind-the-scenes aspects of this world, yeah. uh, of the production. Yeah. Uh, Toys was released about a month after the release of Disney's Aladdin, in which mm-hmm. Robin Williams voices Genie. Uh-huh. Because of this, Williams asked Disney to keep his name out of the marketing of Aladdin and for Genie so it wouldn't take... It, wouldn't be prominent on there so it could focus a little bit more on toys. Like, the fact that Robin Williams is more, like, in toys than right, anything else. Right. He wanted to give toys that aspect. Disney ended up going back on the deal for both counts, resulting in a follow-up between Williams and Disney. Like that he stinks. He asked them to I do know. that, like we said, to kind of give toys a little bit more right. prominence, being that he is the lead, technically, in mm-hmm. toys more than Aladdin. Aladdin, he's the genie. He's the sidekick to Aladdin. Yes, but true. also to Robin Williams steals the entire damn show of Aladdin. Okay, that's, oh, yeah. see, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, that was their first foray into going with a big name actor. You yeah. can see it in the in the extras, the bonus features on the, the new, new Blu-ray, TV, which uh, is DVD I freaking love those yes. bonus features. Those now are great. the thing is, is one to defend Disney on this one. I think it was a bit unreasonable for Robin Williams to ask that. However. Never hurts to ask. Yeah. Disney should have simply said, I'm sorry, we can't do that. Like, your name is going to be a huge draw for this film. Yeah. And, you know, this could cost us quite a bit of money if we just leave you out, you know, out of the marketing. Instead there, there of there should have been negotiation. going back on it. There should know? have been negotiation t- towards it. <laughs> right. Where he could, like, maybe Disney could have agreed to, <coughs> like, okay, so when you're doing your uh, publicity run for Aladdin, uh, you'll do it for this period of time so you're able to go out and do toy promotion for this period of time. Right. You know, just something that, like I said, I just don't think they should have agreed and then back, back that yeah. later. Yeah. That, that, that was the biggest mistake problem. on them. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because I don't think Robin would have gave them any issue if they were like, you know, we honestly can't. Yeah. I mean, if you come to somebody with a request mm-hmm. and you can't, you know, they just can't meet it. They'll do a next tribute before we both lose our minds here. Uh, Yardley Smith, uh, the voice uh, actress for Lisa Simpson, is a researcher in several scenes. Um, And uh, the tombstone, the Zevo tombstone, is actually still located at a plant... Uh, Planet Hollywood in uh, in Canada. Really? Planet Hollywood's still a thing. Yeah, I yeah, they actually do still have them scattered around. Yeah. I think there's still one in Vegas. I know there's a couple down in LA. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, here's May 2001. Yeah, the Zevo Tombstone. Yeah. Here, here's something that kind of meshes uh, this. I guess this could be kind of considered a cult classic mm-hmm. because it, yeah, there's still that. to another cult classic. The words used by General the General in the attempt to. Stop the rampaging sea creature is Clacto Bracto Nictu. There you go. Yes. <laughs> the same words used in command for robot for the robot Gort and the day the earth stood still. You know where else that is used? Army of Darkness, yes, baby! Clacto Brada It's actually one of my ringtones. I love it. It's a great ringtone. I think it's great. <laughs> By the way, on a side note, freaking Ash vs. the Evil Dead is just epic. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I won't be able to. Unfortunately, I will not be able to see it until it gets on DVD, but I, I have already seen great stuff. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll give you one actual sure. side bit of trivia yeah. on all of this since we're uh, discussing the Clatu Verada Nix, you think. Cool, cool, cool. You know what else pops up? Where? Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it's kind of a go-to. Oh. Skiff Guards. Uh, uh, Verada and Nick 2. Yeah, it's, cool. it's almost in its own world of a Wilhelm screen. Yes. Is that those quick words. Right, right. It's in yeah. there. They're just yeah. very random, so I, I guess it's just a sci-fi sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fantasy, That you know? stuff is fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I guess uh, let's uh, wrap up the trivia with one more. I think you had covered this, but okay, much of the look draws its inspiration from a surrealist, a surrealist painter, uh, Rene Marguerite. Uh-huh. Uh, this is most obvious in the uh, the break uh, break in scene where Leslie and uh, his sister pretend they're doing a music video featuring raining men in the background. Yeah, so yeah. Um, uh, it's good. To, it's good to touch back up on that one to get the names and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it, that's that's where they drew the inspiration from. It's you could tell that it it was a very artistic piece. Yes, yeah. it was. Um, with you know, I think it had it been packaged maybe a few million dollars less, and you know, more put into mm-hmm. the storyline, and, and maybe not, just tying the storyline a little more tighter, together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think we, we probably would have had a movie that it had done you know, yeah. sixty million easily. Yeah, but it it stands as a good. It's a good film. Yeah, it's a good it's honest a good, good event. Sure as hell beats Garp. The Garp episode is done. You can get over it now. I could okay alright alright fair enough because this time around we're going to talk about Christmas and I was going to throw out one as one of my rapid fires that's what we're going to do for our rapid fires this time around is uh, some more Christmas movies it's kind of our go to this time of year yeah but there's so many to choose from and one of them that would be too easy especially since we're talking Robin right now and everything is Merry Freaking Christmas it Mm -hmm. flew under a lot of radars and it was it's a, one of the good ones I really enjoyed towards like watching the marathon of Robin after he passed mm-hmm. and the one main reason I didn't want to add it to the list is because the the part that made me sad about it was the fact he played a grandpa in the movie yeah and it was like it was cool to see him like oh cool it's gonna start we can start seeing him play play older characters older characters play the grandpas and everything but unfortunately yeah, right, we right. won't. I'm glad he got a shot to do it. <clears throat> yeah, and especially playing the dad of Joel McHale. Yes, they played off each other so well. Even um, Luke Clark, being it was their a brother. Very good road tr- Christmas. Road it was trip good. Comedy. It deserved a lot better. It came out of left field, and I just I was found myself rolling. You know. Yeah, but to go officially into our uh, sets of rapid fire, I'll let uh, Nick start first. Oh, fine. Then I am going to immediately scoop. Uh, what is easily uh, what I think is is probably the best Christmas story ever told. Mm-hmm. And that's Hannah Christmas. Montana movie. Yes. No, uh, <laughs> oh, was... and, and that is a Christmas story. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You'll shoot your eye out. Is I, I know. Oh yeah. Everybody's gonna go. Oh God, no. Amos well, plays it for twenty four hours. But yeah. you know what? I watch it off and on all fucking day. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that it is held the test of time, and that. You know, the Red Rider, dual action carbine, BB gun, you know, like it's... Sticking your tongue to the flagpole. It's that, it's that forbidden fruit that the kid wants during Christmas time. It's Every just, one of us went through that. It's the narration. Uh-huh. It's the wonderful family feeling. It's everything that Christmas 
was for me growing up as a kid. Yeah. I, you know, like I, I didn't grow up in the fifties, but nonetheless, everybody, there's those there's things that, that you always do during yes, Christmas. There's just those wonderful, you know, treats. And here's a quick little fun fact about that. Do you know that you can pay to stay in that house at Christmas time? That's no. cool. You can pay that. to stay in that house at Christmas time uh, with family. I think it's up to like six family members or eight family oh, members cool. or something like that. Here's the cool thing. The house is decorated and done up just like it was in the film. Mm. There's oh, that's uh, so cool. Yeah. They do, the whole, uh, they do the whole thing where you watch the movie there at the house. I mean, everything's done up in that 50s style. That's oh, cool. All of that. And on Christmas morning when you get up, yeah, the staff know. What was that? That was Josh. And his shit going off after he told us God, to dude, watch out. Was that Simpsons dollars. tap out thing? Yes, funny. it was. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, got it. Here's, I feel like here's ass. the best part about it. Okay? And I was about to make a stupid comment, too. Right. <laughs> they shoot you in the eye when you wake up in the morning. <laughs> no, but you can shoot <laughs> yourself. You can shoot yourself in the eye. Because when you get up in the morning, everybody in the family, there is a Red Rider BB gun. That you get to unwrap oh my and take home with you. God, that's wonderful. Is that not the fucking coolest thing? That is ever? one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yes. And it'd been a lot better joke if I didn't have home or jumping out there going, woohoo! Well, <laughs> if you're gonna get upped by anybody, you know, yeah. push notification. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that scares the crap out of me when right. I'm just like, well, that scared the hell out of me. I'm like, why is he yelling? But there's there's just so many aspects of that movie that I oh. I I love and I cry and I just laugh. So true. And it's so fucking beautiful. You know, uh, so that's that's my first pick. Okay. You want to go next? Sure. Um, I guess I, I will uh, start with a very nonsensical one, but it's one of my favorites uh, in the realm of uh, slapstick. <laughs> Not uh, overtly Christmas-themed, but it takes place during Christmas would have to be Mouse Hunt. Uh, the story, you know, Nathan Lane and his brother trying to re- renovate that house uh-huh. because it belonged to this, uh, you know, renowned... Uh, uh, house designer right. Charles Lauer LaRue and all the little mishaps that they go through to try to put this together because it was the last thing that their father left for them it's yeah. just it's terrific I, I love the interplay between Nathan Lane um, and, the, and his brother uh, it's just uh, really well executed and I think it's a very good Christmas film oh yeah. I totally agree it's, See, that's this, an this is that realm where you can go mm-hmm. you know you can say oh I love Miracle on 34 Oh, or you can go, I fucking love Gremlins. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. true. And I think that's where in Bruges. Oh, uh, yeah. Had, you know, they all happen around mm-hmm. uh, fucking Lethal Weapon. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. They all happen around Christmas. It puts in me country. in a holiday mood when I you watch know? Die Hard. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess yeah. we're mine. Now I've got a gun. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it was a recent... Uh, cartoon that they released for Christmas, Arthur Christmas. Oh, there you go. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I, I, I kind of dug that one because a lot of people kind of, was like, oh god, what a British mm-hmm. cartoon about mm-hmm. Santa's family and everything. And I was one of those people too and then I forgot it was on my Netflix queue and it came in and I watched it. It was July and my brother freaking hated my ass for it yeah. because my brother's one of those people that will not watch a holiday movie out of season. Oh my god. My brother sucks. I, I uh, think yeah, there yeah. is... Uh, well, I I agree to, to to most of that. But I think there is something magical about sitting down during the season to watch. Well, yeah. I mean, because Christmas is really its own... There's a difference in the air. There's something mm-hmm. that changes. You know, I know there's people that suffer through a lot of shit and, you know, and stuff like that. But it's, it's like, since we had all said that we're not going to go with Scrooge, 
It huh? is very much like the Bruce. Yeah, I mean the Bruce. Jesus, the God. Bruce Bill Murray. Murray. Bill Murray. Yes, uh, speech at the end. You know, and oh, it's like yeah. you you have that feeling and you want, you it, want it every year. You want it every day. You know, and, and you're gonna want it all the time. You're and, gonna be hungry for it. Yeah, yeah you'll be great. hungry for it. And you go out and you'll do things for people. And it's it's just that time of season. You know, time of the year that, that brings that out of people. Yeah. But also too, at least you wouldn't be flat out like um, kind of a dick about it. If right. somebody wanted to watch a Christmas movie in June. Well, yeah. So, yeah. the moral story here is, Don't oh, be a oh, oh, fuck your brother. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, Arthur Christmas, um, it, it's very, it's a good uh, comedy, too, yeah. because it's not just, oh, this, this is Santa's family and everything. Mm-hmm. There's just goofy stuff going on, like mm-hmm. Arthur Christmas, he has these uh, slippers that he likes to wear all the time mm-hmm. with the little googly eyes and everything, and then mm-hmm. the older Santa is crotchety and kind of senile, and just... It's an honestly good movie. If you didn't give it a shot, well, you know, the thing is, you can think of family businesses, and this is one of the biggest family businesses yeah. ever. And if you're, you know, if you are the, you know, miscreant, yeah. you know, you the know, misfit of the family, the misfit yeah. of the family, what do you do? It's a very good story. Yeah, it kind of makes me want to write a Santa Claus story or movie about the mob being the oh, Santa yeah. Claus's family. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my my next pick is going to be a pretty good one there. Yeah, um, Nick. Oh, it's back to me. Yeah, your finale. I, I I've just been kind of rolling your round rolling two. through my brain about what I should go with, and uh, mm-hmm. let me just say, there's a lot more I could add to this list. Oh yeah, yeah. There's oh, there's so many. There, there there's are really going more. too, man. Well, that's the reason. Yeah. Like every December, it's been kind of this way. We always have done yeah. like yeah these. Uh, Rather fires for Christmas movies because there's so many. Yeah, there's absolutely yeah. so many more that I could put on this list. Mm-hmm. Than Please don't mention that I was the one that had to look at a list. Uh, <laughs> That's all right, no problem. I have really come to love Elf. There you yes. go. Um, <coughs> sweet God, you know, hey buddy, hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Newhart. Yes, Bob yeah. Newhart in there is fantastic, and so is James Caan. And, and just the directorial know, work of Fabro. Right, oh, yeah. and it, it's uh, it's one of those stories that, uh, you know, like by the time you get to the end of it, you're just choked up. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. choked up, and it's wonderful, and then you get back to the ha-ha-ha, you know, bit mm-hmm. of it and all that stuff, but it's... It's one. It's a goofy. It is kind of a holiday classic, you know, and it it really has become something that that we watch, you know. And I really kind of wanted to do this this list justice instead of going kind of my oddball ones, Mm -hmm. Um, because this is you know this is my wife's favorite time of year. Yeah, she's born on Christmas. Oh, that's Christmas baby. Uh, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is absolutely um, awesome. You know, she's my favorite. She's my favorite Christmas present. Yeah, Um, (laughs) love it. I really enjoy unwrapping it. Okay. Uh, now yeah, we're going so, weird. Anyhow, so I'm taking it down now. the dark uh-huh. avenue. Uh, no, I love Elf, and uh, there's not a moment. Actually, all throughout the year, where if we're drinking soda, we just belch really loud. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was and thinking Christina forever. Goes, Christina goes, "Did you hear that? Did you hear that?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> laugh every time we do it. You know. So, I, yeah, I love Elf. It's just a, it's terrific. a very heartfelt film. You know, like hey, people don't believe in Santa enough. You know, and so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I could actually chug a liter of two liters of soda like that. I, I've seen him. scary. You've seen me do it. Yeah, when he did that, I'm like, oh, well, Pharaoh's a man after my own heart. Who knew? Holy but, shit. Yeah, I exactly. Had no clue. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my God. You should hear him peeing afterwards. Holy crap. It's oh, like yeah. a freaking Pharaoh's. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's like, well, you know. You could take paint off a wall. Oh, yeah, I was thirsty. It's and like a I made it weird by unwrapping my favorite Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's, he's telling me, and he's telling you my dick's a sandblast. Yeah, I was so, going to say, we, what's uh, worse? We, we, <laughs> you know? We go from, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. 
you had the Yuletide cheer of unwrapping my wife as a present to your urethra yeah. of being like a motherfucker. Exactly. All oh, right. Well, at least it's not narrow. <laughs> so there we go. What are you saying about me? <laughs> oh, no, no. No, no. It's just a... It's just a play on words. Okay. Uh, 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 the one that I'm picking uh, now. You uh, said it was a good size. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect for me to say. Yeah, no, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's technically, I guess, an Easter movie. But, uh, then fuck I, that. Well, then you fucked up the list, Phil. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't then know. This let's, is where you go. You let's can see. Shut the fuck up before I smack you. Okay, well, no, 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 no. This I is mean, the you... passion of the Christ. I'm peeing in your eye. Oh, no, no, no. You guys can call shenanigans all you want. <laughs> what? It's, uh... Pe- peeing in his eye? Yeah. Wow, get graphic. Oh, my God. Not, not a sandblaster one, I hope. <laughs> not nearly as graphic as that damn movie. Continue, <laughs> sir. No problem. Freaking let's hear, let's right. hear your Easter pick. Uh, Rise of the Guardians. I think any you know, depiction it's... of Santa Claus okay. that has. That has Santa Claus tattoos. Yeah, as Santa is a badass. Yeah, he's not only is he a a badass, but he is a he's one of many guardians that defend against the forces of darkness. It's a damn good movie too. It's a great movie. Yeah, I was actually surprised by that. uh, Same here, and I I actually uh, started reading the books that they're that they're off of. Oh, nice! And they actually say that the oh, you have to check it out because the the books are great. And the thing is, the books are in their own little world, and they acknowledge to see the movie actually takes place after the continuity of the books. Oh, okay. So it's, you see, the movie is just, is actually what it, what I think all movies should be. If they're adapted from a book, it's their own thing. Right. You know, it takes place in the realm. But well, uh, you know, and you get one of my favorite actors uh, voicing Jack Frost in that one in Chris Pine. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and also, too, to, to yeah. help you out there, if you look at Guardians correctly and everything, it's honestly a Christmas and Easter movie. Yeah. Because it's right. not really... A Tooth Fairy movie because Tooth Fairy is there, but she's not really prominent. Yeah. The Easter Bunny yeah, and, and you got the Sandman Sa- yeah. and Santa are kind of the two main people yeah. with uh, Jack Frost. Yeah, it takes place during Easter time, but Santa is there, and they have the jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know, they're like, "Oh wow, Santa's real!" Stuff like that. I mean, you could watch it during any holiday. Yeah, I mean, it's just Grand a good Day. movie. Watch it any, you know, just watch it anytime. It's an anytime movie. Yeah. Okay, so I guess to wrap mine up there, I w- was contemplating a couple of them. Like, at first I was going to go Edward Scissorhands. No. Oh. Which is a good one. And then... I was yes. where snow came from. Yeah. And then um, another one popped in my mind after I, I kind of did my quick research. Mm-hmm. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. With oh, yeah. Robert yeah. Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Really a dark kind of Christmas comedy. Yeah. But my choice for my finale is going to be Mixed Nuts. Oh, there oh, you go, shit. Steve Martin. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah, it, it popped in my brain. I was like, oh, yeah, that is a Christmas movie. Yeah. And Mixed Nuts is basically, uh, I think it's Rita Wilson uh-huh. and Steve Martin run a suicide hotline. Yeah. During the holidays, it sucks. Yeah. And to add to that, they're being evicted. Mm-hmm. And there's a murderer going around. And just, it's a comedy of errors and slapstick, and it's just mm-hmm. done beautifully. Nice. Yeah. It's a very colorful cast of characters. And it's a very offbeat movie. It's a very off-the-road movie because a lot of people forget about that movie. Yeah. There's a lot of Steve Martin movies that kind of get lost in the shuffle, but when that's you one of them. rediscover them and everything, like L.A. Story and all that stuff, and especially with Mixed Nuts, mm-hmm. it, it works. I, I, I liked it. So I think that's it? Uh, I, I'm good. Unless you want me to go on a rant about Batman Returns. Woo! No, we'll, we'll save that for next year. Yeah. So, all right. as this is coming to everybody at the end of December, from everybody here at Nowhere California, Ectopod, and from Mark's Unknown, and all the other stuff we do. Yeah. We hope you had a Merry Christmas. Yeah, Happy Holidays. Whatever you celebrate, 
Merry Christmas. And yeah, enjoy. happy holidays. And try not to take too much offense to everything that's fucking out there. Yeah, exactly. but just, if you're listening to the show, we know cup. you don't. Yeah. It's just a cup, people. It's just a fucking cup. It's just a cup. Yeah. It's just a cup. And it's a fat Jesus freak that told you to, you know. Kevin James looking motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but God. with that aside, the happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. We wish you a drunken and slight hangover. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. to end it correctly with all of our why nots, and especially because it's about Robin Williams, if you have to ask why about toys, then you're listening to the show. So, this has been Josh. This has been Phil. This has been Nick. And I'm clearly, after your fucking hand gesture, <laughs> closing out the show in the yep. same fashion in which I opened it. So, hopefully you saw the fucking movie before you listened to our spoilers. <laughs> and uh, if I ruined your Christmas, fucking boohoo. <laughs> Uh, happy holidays, bitches. I've seen it, you know, fast cutting, big music. Da da ba ba da ba da 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 da